Hi again, everybody. This is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, different backgrounds, um, all people that are doing big things in their space. Um, and we try to find some of those things that they do are doing really well and, and maybe very unique and see how you can translate those into your own lives. So we have some really cool conversations. Again, we talk to athletes, we talk to CEOs, we talk to entrepreneurs um, and people just doing really cool stuff and and we get to do that again today um just before we do that we're going to uh mention a couple of things if you've been listening to the podcast for a little bit and you know that you're looking for kind of that valued publication or resource for fitness for wellness nutrition um you need to check out impact magazine um they are a, a supporter of ours and um their recent issue is features uh, snowboarder mark mcmorris and and uh, so that's a pretty cool article to check out um if you want to just look look them up on Instagram, you'll see them there, or go to www.impactmagazine.ca and, uh, and you'll be able to see it there. Um, the other thing is we are heading into that uh, time of year and, and uh, the time where everybody's kind of looking at what they want to plan for the upcoming year. Um, if you go to our website, which is www.bigideabigmoves.com and go into the enrichment section, there is a performance planner in there. Um, definitely take a look at it. It helps kind of through some of the thinking process of goals for the upcoming year. Um, it actually helps you do it day by day uh, to make sure that you're always kind of staying on target and has a journaling connection to it as well. So, so take a look at that. That's on the enrichment page when, when you get there as well. And again, it's www.bigideabigmoves.com. Um, so today, this is going to be really fun. Um, we're talking with uh, Faith Cook. She is one of the uh, competitors on the 2020 Spartan Games series, which uh, uh, as we're recording this, we're kind of right in the middle of when those are starting to drop, which is really cool. Um, and actually, she's really quickly shown um, some real prowess in the power <laughs> events. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, she is a multi-sport athlete. She's been uh, in uh, Spartans, I know, and marathons and doing CrossFit. Um, but she, her main focus right now, I think, is weightlifting. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, she's a personal trainer. Um, and most importantly, she's a busy mom. So uh, I'll kind of throw that out there that that's obviously the, the big role you play. And thanks very much for taking the time because I know it, uh, it can be busy. So thanks a lot, Faith. Appreciate it. Of course. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people who are listening probably know you um, now, uh, especially yes. from the, the Spartan Game stuff. Um, you're in the middle of, of um, you know, that airing, but maybe if we could go back for a quick second, it, it's a really different kind of concept and, uh, you know, bringing all these people with um, different kind of genres of, of athletics um, and a real diverse group. And what was that like to be able to kind of compete in these different events with people with very differing kind of, um, you know, niches, I guess, from a sporting perspective? Yeah. So when I was getting like the email on, what it was going to look like it was and i was already for sure going it was like mountain biking running and like swimming were the three for sure things we were doing and i was like do they know that i'm like a weightlifter i i hope that they they're bringing me on to do some sort of strength because like or they're just gonna watch me try to do some cardio stuff that i haven't done in a hot minute so i was like oh my gosh please jesus that there's some strength something there so like coming into it and like seeing all these like crossfit athletes ocr athletes like spartan athletes 
and like mountain bikers, ultras. I was like, oh my gosh, like I am such a specific athlete. So I was yeah. like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and that's been the reaction, I think, of most of the athletes because they see the thing that they are really good in, but then see all yeah. these other athletes that are in that gap, I think, that they have, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, uh, I really, I was like talking with like someone and I was like, I just hope that there's going to be something heavy because that is my niche right now. Yes, I do have, have done all these things but it's not what I do currently because I really don't do a whole lot of intense cardio or long cardio. So going into, I was like, run for six hours. (laughs) (laughs) As if you watched the episode last night, the reaction of Grant and I were like, was so spot on at the end. I was like, dying watching that I was like that is true feelings <laughs> well that's that's awesome I, I mean I, I think the one thing too if people are watching I mean I mean uh, people that watch it who have maybe watched Spartan and things like that may have known right away a couple of people from their names or connections in yeah. sports so like a Ryan Atkins or a Lindsay Lindsay Webster or or even maybe Sam Briggs if they're a, a CrossFit kind of person yeah. who's watched that on TV and everything um did you, did you feel like you were able to kind of open a few eyes, especially on that first day where, um, or first couple of days where the, you're talking about like tug of war and a couple of things where you were able to actually really kind of jump in and, uh, um, and showcase kind of those things that you do really well. Do you- oh yeah. I was so, I mean, it was fun, like going into something that I knew I would probably do well in because I am stronger and I'm actually like the tallest athlete there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean, I probably outweigh most of the women by like 30 pounds, honestly. Um, And and just kind of going into it, I was like, okay, I can really accelerate. I can use that to my advantage. Um, But you never know. I remember that uh, Spartan put up the poll on Corinna, who was a Spartan champion, and then against me. And so I, I remember like getting the screenshot that Corinna had more of the votes than me. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but she's a phenomenal athlete and you never know, but right. I mean, being heavier definitely helps in like a weight movement. Now on the Spartan cross, when I had to hold my body trying to go through the obstacles, yeah. And they and they showcase my amazing like monkey bar skills, but um, <laughs> I mean I'm used to using my body as a leverage to get things moving, and so taking away that and making my me hold myself, I was just like. Oh God! <laughs> so, some of the best parts of the show so far have been the reactions. I think of every athlete when they go to something that it's it's uncomfortable for them because most, I mean, all of you have um, have really had a lot of success in your sport. So it's kind of one of those things where it probably feels like you go from I'm the best at what I do to suddenly feeling like a rookie again, or or you know having to do something that's so out of your comfort zone must be incredible. It, oh, trust me, I was like, oh. What? I was like, if as long as I can do this slow, speaking on the Spartan cross, I was like, as long as I can do this slow and just get through it, minus going through the obstacles 500 times. So your grip is just totally blown. I was literally on the 
it last bar reaching to touch the bell and I slipped like I and the guy sitting right there like watching making sure everybody's doing the obstacles like oh you were so close it's like I was like I know devastating <laughs> I was like dang it <laughs> yes but definitely like we're like what I'm used to and what I'm used to like being able to like hoist or momentum like it was definitely like when I got to the sandbag poles which they did not show like that was way I was like heck yeah I get to use my body I get yeah. to use my hips I get to use my like upper body to like yeah. pull this up so I was like super awesome at that I mean everything else was like a little less than <laughs> well it, because you're all you're all comp very competitive i'm i'm sure i mean you wouldn't yes. be there if you weren't um was did you find like in between sessions were you was it was it really collegial was it um you know i, I, I mean because you only see little snippets when you're kind of watching a, a show or something like that yeah. and obviously they're going to show certain things but what was the atmosphere like um in between well i think it was like so different and I have told people this it's been it was just different because it wasn't a normal athletic event where all the athletes are in their own hotel room in their own environment and so we're put in this huge like communal area in like what and I'm a very like I like to interact with people so I'm like I'm not gonna seclude myself and not talk to people and just kind of have that interaction and it was cool that because we shared because I've never mountain biked before. I've never did Spartan stuff. So it's, I mean, I have not done it competitively. So yeah. like, especially going into like the third day and kind of like knowing people, like we all kind of handed out, like we were just there for each other. Yes, it's a competition. But if like we had a question or if somebody was like needing help with something, we were very easy to give advice. And so it wasn't yeah. a typical event to where we were secluded and isolated from one another. So like, unless you're not personable or you just don't want it like more, it, it just was yeah. not an environment to not be helpful. And we, and all the girls and even the guys, like everybody was like cheering on and encouraging. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different. It's, it's interesting. I just, um, uh, I just interviewed uh, Tia Clare to me um and uh and part of what she said because i asked her everybody kind of she has this aura that people think that she is an introvert and quiet which she's really not and when you ask her about it it's just because that was what was different for when she went to uh, um, the crossfit games this year which was a little more similar where it was at a ranch and small she said yeah. i got to interact with people and i didn't have to worry about like when you go to a competition at a, at a big competition I don't expend energy talking to people and doing all that because mm -hmm. I have to stay so focused. And so it is interesting when you're in a kind of a captive area like that, how even oh. your perception of other people is different. Oh, for sure. Cause like, I mean, it just, I mean, and I'm somebody that likes to include people. So not like talking to people because it's a competition is just so not me. Yeah. Um, and I love to, do this. So I love to talk to people and I love to do fitness. So I'm in two things that I'm going to be personable and talking and like excited about. And I just, I mean, we were all that kind of that way though. Yeah. So. yeah. 
Very cool. And how about, um, I mean, obviously weightlifting, and I know you've even done stuff since this time, like in, in between you've, you've competed and from that perspective too. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what, um, uh, you know, tell us a bit about your kind of weightlifting career, where it's at right now and, and how that kind of works and how it might be a little bit different. Oh yeah. So I kind of veered off from CrossFit back in 2018 after the 18 regionals. Um, and they changed like the whole format. Um, and so I kind of went towards the weightlifting cause I was like still new at it, still was able to grow. And like my goals have been to go to nationals each year and to, um, qualify for AO finals. So those are kind of like the two big meets that you can technically qualify for in the United States. Yeah. But, um, the thing is with weightlifting is it's two meets a year to where you can really get ranked and it's like March or like April and then December. So I'm in the second year of qualifying for regionals and for nationals and competing in nationals. And I'm just in that slow process of like getting stronger, working on the technique and just slowly getting my total bigger and bigger. So I mean, I just finished, re- uh, I just want to say regionals, it's nationals. Um, <laughs> I nationals online this past Sunday, yeah. and you only have three lists of snatch and clean and jerk. So um, it wasn't a good connective day in the sense of like staying connected with the bar to where you're making your lifts and being yeah. able to push it. So I got a total but um, my coach and I are definitely kind of like backing up a little bit and working on more technique and more the connective side of it. So I can crush 2021. Yeah, I'm well, gonna... and that's, that's the thing. Yeah. So, well, I, I, and so for you, you, you must set, because uh, you mentioned a few things there, even just in our, our, our last little bit of talking it from a goal setting perspective, is that something you, like, do you have very specific goals that you have for your sport or do you have kind of broad goals? Cause you do a bunch of different things. Um, you know, what, what do you do yourself? How do you, how do you set your own goals that way? So um, I do have I, my coach, whenever we decided to do weightlifting, he was like, faith. Cause I, I really do love every aspect of fitness. So, and yeah. I love to do things and he was like, Faith, you're only going to be able to do weightlifting, like none of doing this extra stuff. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then the middle of the year of like 2019, I was just like, so I can't go running or do cardio. Is that a thing? So like coming into like this year, it's just, being able to really focus in on those technical things and being like, this is going to make me stronger. This is going to make me better. So it's like easier to put like the fun, like distractions aside to see the bigger picture and to hopefully my, my personal goal now, because I have not reached it is getting a 200 uh, kilo total and then just being top five in uh, my weight class at nationals. Very cool. So that's my 2021 goal, and I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so you're a, you're a personal trainer, too. I don't know how much yes. you do that now. Um, first of all, how do you, um, you know, 
what what do you see as as being the thing that holds people back the most? I mean, you obviously have have goals that you're setting, and and but even your coach has said you need to focus on A, B, C, and D. Um, how do you do that as from a personal trainer standpoint? What do you think are some of the things that hold people back with being able to kind of be their best self or or be able to? <laughs> well, the first thing that really comes to mind is just being consistent. Like if that's being consistent in training or eating or just like a lot of times people aren't consistent in showing up to the gym or consistent in eating like just whole foods, not saying like being strict on a diet, but just being consistent on having water or vegetables or like protein. And that is one of the things that I always encourage my clients to be like, go walking. If you can't make it to the gym, go do something. And if, and then I'm always like, go eat a good dinner or go eat a good whatever. Like make sure you have water and vegetables. Like those are the things that I'm like really honed in on yeah. just encouraging people to be just consistent and like, just know that you'll feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and how, do how, do you, how do you juggle those things yourself? Because we mentioned before you're, you're a mom and you, you know, you obviously have, uh, have work you do. Plus you also have a pretty strict um, athletic regimen, I would assume. So how, yes. how do you try to juggle those yourself? It's easy. It's easy because I do have a goal and I, and I was actually talking, I mean, just randomly on my story because somebody asked like, how do you stay motivated? And I said, it's easy to be motivated when you have a goal. And then I came back and said, it also helps when you have somebody to keep you accountable, to keep you motivated also, because then that person is depending on you to show up and work out with them. Um, for myself, having my goal in like knowing my nutrition is going to affect how I feel, how I recover, how I sleep, is a huge thing because I want to feel good. I want to feel recovered because that constant tear down of my muscles. And I, if I'm not rebuilding them in my sleep or my nutrition, like it's going to go over and I want to be the strongest I can be. So it, it motivates me to stay on top of my nutrition, no matter if I have to go to the grocery store and grab the already cooked grilled chicken and some guacamole and just have eat that on the run. And so, which I actually do <laughs> because it's easy fat and easy protein. And I am thankful enough that I have a grocery store to where there's already like pre-cooked sweet potatoes and stuff if I need uh, like more carbs. And I preach that to my daughter too, because a lot of times like she fights me on eating something a little bit more healthy. And she's like, why do I have to eat this healthy stuff? And I'm like, what you eat makes you feel better and think clearer. So I'm like, if you're, if you're not eating nutritionally dense food, you're going to feel tired and you're not going to be able to focus at school. And so that's the thing, like everything just goes in hand in hand. So when people realize that, like it's easier to stay motivated to eat healthy and go to the gym, but it's just, regiment and it's turning it into a habit i guess yeah like <laughs> it, it just becomes something well and you also mentioned that um you talk to somebody on your story and so social media is something that you use a lot as well do you yes. do you do that from 
uh, is that a business thing for you? Is it a, um, is it just that you enjoy kind of interacting with people? You know, how, how does, how do you incorporate that in kind of all of what you do from a brand perspective? So I, I do have a faith in pink training, um, Instagram page that is more fitness. Um, and so that's my smaller business. And then my, uh, my own page has the bigger following and the feedback that I've gotten from my page is that I um, motivate people and inspire the women that are bigger to be okay with being bigger and being stronger. And so that's kind of my motive, like just inspiration to keep just doing what I do and being myself on my Instagram page because it shows women that you can be strong and you don't have to be shredded or tiny to love your body because that's not really like everybody's makeup of like their body. So if I can be an inspiration to be a bigger chick and be strong and be confident in that, and I'm encouraged people to like, just go and lift weights. Heck yeah. Like that's what I use my platform for. And it's not just about selling like a workout program. It's about like showing women to love their bodies, no matter like what weight they're at. It's like what your body can do or like how you perform instead of a number on the scale. Cause honestly, I wouldn't weigh myself if I wasn't in a weight class kind of thing. Cause yeah. like weight really doesn't determine anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think that's important. Have, um, have you seen a difference in like, I, I, I um, you know, I, I, I'll say this again. I, I talked with Annie Thor's daughter a little while ago yeah. and, and it was, it was interesting because I asked her, I know she get, gets asked that all the time about, you know, um, being a strong woman and how people perceive that. And, uh, and she said, because in, culturally in Iceland, she said, I was never asked that question. I've never been asked that question. I didn't even think of it until I started going to international competitions and people would ask me. Um, and so it's interesting when she sees the impact that she's had on other, other women in particular that feel like, okay, this is okay to be strong and to be perceived as strong and have muscles and all those things. Do you see there being a difference in, in that even in the last little while or, or is there a long oh. way to go still? No, I have seen like, especially through 2019, I would say like the, the thick, like hashtag thick has kind of been a thing to where women are more bootylicious, more quads and more like just having that muscle and being that like not bigger, but just not that bikini big like muscular build but more of like a strong muscular build mm -hmm. and I definitely think that is being more popular and people are embracing that they're what their body is because I mean I have two sisters and I do this example to at like so many people but I have two sisters and we could work out the same and eat the same and we are I'm going to be more muscular because I have a little bit more genetically built muscle and they're going to be more like just that smaller rib cage frame. And like, that's the thing people have to remember, like everybody's genetics are different, even if you're from the same family. And yeah. that's why you have to accept what your body is, eat healthy, do workouts, take care of yourself. Don't like limit caloric intake to be skinnier just eat a balanced diet and work out and your body will naturally go to where it needs to be and is healthy. 
So, I mean, it's, I love fitness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, do you have, do you have certain, um, like I think of like mentors or, or other people that you look up to that, or have looked up to over time that have, have kind of been uh, an inspiration for you? That is a really good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. Um, honestly, the mentality that a mentality that I have is in my raising and my Christianity and like how I was taught to love others and that, which kind of goes into loving yourself. Um, I, w I guess I would have to just dedicate that to my mom because yeah. <laughs> my mom has been my like inspiration of being a strong woman, being able to juggle being a not like having nine kids homeschooling us and like keeping us all healthy and sane. So it's like, I would probably just say my mom. Yeah, she, she deserves some kind of an award from that. That's really good. <laughs> good for her. But I, I guess that's where some of that resilient stuff comes from too, right? Because I'm sure oh, yeah. like at any of uh, any of the athletes that were uh, that are in the Spartan game stuff, they have to build up that resilience, whether it's just athletic, but there's, there's a mindset thing. Like, do you, do you find you have to do anything from men a mental performance standpoint or is it like, does it come naturally for you when you're kind of hitting those spots where you, you want to give up? Like, let's say you're, you're doing the monkey bars and you've missed that bell a few times, you know, what, what is it that gets you past that? Is that something you have to work on um so i being a like ex triathlete cyclist and running like i've always like it's and i said it to one of the producer people but i was like or i just said to my friend like mentally like you if you talk negatively to yourself you're going to fail so i think they even showed it in this last kit clip of me mountain biking when I wrecked I like got back on the bike and I was just like it's okay, okay. yes yeah, they nice. did show that yeah <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because I was I was thinking oh I wonder if she realizes at that moment that that they're recording that at the same time because it was you, you could see if you haven't seen that anybody listening you should watch episode I guess that's two yeah uh, two, yeah episode two um and yeah she takes a tumble on the mountain bike which uh, she has a gopro on her head and uh and yeah you, you talk to yourself as you're getting up to to kind of get past it so it's, uh, so it's, that it's was fun. what I kind of did in the Spartan cross was just like it's okay faith just breathe if I felt like on the ropes and I'm going walking up to her I'm just like just breathe and you can do this. You don't have to do it fast. Just do it. And so I, I self-talk a lot because I like to tell people this, that like you are listening to yourself. So if you are saying something negative, like this sucks, or I can't do this, it's like, you're listening to yourself. Don't say that stuff because like, you're going to believe it. And so I'm like, be kind to yourself, even if it's in the moment, not really true like you're still hearing that positive reinforcement and you're going to start feeling better and believing it to where you are going to push yourself no matter what it is. And so I do a lot of self-talk. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's great. And, um, and so a, a lot of people I'm sure are listening to this thinking, wow, that's, um, you know, 
I want to do something like that, or I want to be able to start doing that. And, um, and a lot of people are at that start of the year after a real crappy year for a lot of people, it's very, been very different. So they're, they're probably thinking, how do I, how do I reset or restart? So for you, um, you know, can you, can you give a couple of tips on like, if people are, are thinking about how they're going to set their goals moving forward and, and really jumpstart kind of into something new for the new year, um, are there a couple of things that you think they should do the, to just get things going and, and move forward? Oh yeah. Um, first thing, write your goals out, just see them because you seeing them is something that's like, Oh, this is what I want to do. Then make sure you, if, if you have like a goal of weight loss, let's just say, cause that's the easiest. Um, and you have to lose 50 pounds, 50 pounds is a lot of weight. You look at the big goal is 50 pounds, make it smaller to where it's something that's achievable and not overwhelming. Because if you're overwhelmed with losing 50 pounds as a whole, you're going to be discouraged when you step on the scale and you've lost a half a pound, make a small goal. Then if you haven't been in the gym or anything in the gym, it intimidates you. Like I said before, go on a walk. Like just going and being active in some way to where you don't have an excuse to be like, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym or it's too late to go to the gym. Like you can go outside and walk for 10 minutes. If that is like you're new to the gym or something, 10 minutes of walking outside, anybody can do it anywhere. And then with food, I would say a lot of people lack drinking water. So I would say try to start drinking water at every meal and then adding like a serving of vegetables at dinner or at lunch. If you're not used to vegetables, don't make it so overwhelming to where you feel like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't eat. I can't drink a gallon of water. I can't eat like six servings of vegetables. I can't do an hour at the gym, but you can do 10 minutes of walking. You can do three glasses of eight ounce water and one serving a vegetable a day, like break it down to where you can achieve it and you can feel good at the end of the day that you've reached these tiny daily goals to be able to hopefully get to that like 50 pound goal. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. And, and I'm sure tons of people will be taking that advice right away. Cause that's, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, those are simple, easy things that incrementally make a big difference over time. So, yes. um, so if, if people are trying to connect with you to find out more and maybe, uh, you know, obviously, uh, um, find out more about what you're doing, but also probably hear a little more of, of this kind of thing. Um, what are the best ways to do that faith for them to follow you? So I'm on Facebook, Faith Cook. Um, and then Instagram is more my personal, um, fitness journey and just being interacting with my followers, um, faith in pink. And then I have a training page at faith in pink training. So just add training to the faith in pink. And I mean, I go through most of my DMS and I respond to most everyone that has questions or like just says something nice. So like I do try to interact with most of my followers. If you leave a comment or a DM, like I do try to respond. So go follow. And if you have any questions, please ask. All right. And we'll, we'll add those in the show notes for anybody so that that way, if you, you do uh, miss that and, and just want to connect through, go into the show notes. Um, if you haven't hit 
for, um, subscribe on the podcast, whatever platform you're listening to, or if you're watching it, um, make sure you do that so that you can get it uh, um, every notification when we have a great guest like uh, Faith coming on. Um, the other thing is uh, visit our uh, our website is www.bigideabigmoves.com and uh, there's resources on there for people. There is uh, there's some swag. There's a bunch of kind of cool stuff, and obviously all of the the podcasts are there as well. Um, so again, um, thanks very much for this, Faith. It's been uh, it's been really interesting great stuff and uh, um, I look forward to and and uh, you know I'm sure we'll be getting towards the end of it when this is this is aired so um, it's great to, to see how you're doing on the Spartan games uh, over the next little while and uh, again thanks for taking the time of course thank you I can't wait to see the next episodes because I don't really know either yeah so, until you, like, until you see it that day right is. Yeah, so it's exciting cool. to watch. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, well, um, you know, well, again, thanks for for coming on, and uh, we will talk to everybody again on Big Idea, Big News. <laughs>